Hi guys and welcome. Uh, this is the fifth episode. The date is the twenty fourth of April. Uh, we're still here. Um, as always, we've got a fourth, a fourth guest, a special guest. Uh, Kerry, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Why are you special, Kerry? Yeah. I've, I've never met. I may have met you once, and there's a lot of talk about you in the town. So, please. Wow. Um, yeah, my name is Kerry. I come from Seattle. Okay. I, uh, have found myself in Amsterdam because I fell in love with a Dutch woman in China, and we got married. Gosh. And now I'm here. I don't know why that makes me special at all and why my name would be on other people's mouths around the city, but... Well, they're mostly talking smack about you. <laughs> yes. I smack. That makes you a lot of sense. You were in China before the corona, right? You of course. Bring, you didn't bring the corona with <laughs> no, you. No. Wait, no, this, no, so no, this no. is great story. How did you meet... And what were you doing in China? Okay. And how did you meet your this wife? This is a very nice story. I was living in the city Chengdu. Yeah. It, at the time, was the fifth largest city in China with a population over New York City. Okay. Nice. You've probably never heard, never of, heard it, of it, but yeah. it's the fifth largest where, where is it in China? It's in the Sichuan region. Oh, okay. Spicy. Yeah, it's very spicy. Amazing food. I was studying Chinese at Sichuan University doing my senior year uh, abroad. And there was this, the first craft beer bar in the city. Three hours later. She came to sit at our table and then her and I got talking. So you've already asked yourself the question, should I stay or should I go before? Yeah, time? I've left many times. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, I think I'm staying here. I mean, I definitely am staying here now, obviously. But I, um, I think I'm staying here for a while. Yeah. yeah. Why did you stay post-corona? Well, I actually had a plane ticket to Seattle that was going to leave April 6th. Uh, you're like me, you love your date. I, <laughs> yeah. And I, obviously that couldn't happen. And if I, w if they would have somehow allowed me to get on that plane, I would have been literally flying into ground zero of America, not having a place to stay. So I'm going to have to quarantine on a friend's couch or something for 14 days when I first get there. Yeah. Like I used to work in a bar in Seattle and I was hoping to just like, hang out there all the time and see my friends and just like chill, have a month holiday. That's closed. Can't do that. I can't see anybody. I can't go on a plane to go anywhere else. So it really would have been the worst time for me to go where as before Corona had happened, I was feeling super optimistic about going to Seattle, going to see my friends for a month, chill, go see my family and just like not be the place that I live beyond Vic. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's great you didn't go. You were a bit sad you didn't get to take part in one of those pro corona marches. America will reopen. Texas is leading the Because they yeah. look quite fun. Yeah. They look like the last rave, basically. I really haven't been paying attention to how bad they are in Seattle, but Seattle is famous for having pretty terrible people protest pretty terrible things. Okay. Fair. So there could be a lot, like a big load of Eastern Washingtonians that are just camped out, yeah. uh, you know, wanting what they want in a city that they have nothing to do with. But uh, I don't know. Are you glad you stayed then? Overall, I think Amsterdam is a pretty chill place to be in lockdown in. It does not feel like there's a quarantine, does it? No, no. Especially I always feel, I feel so guilty every time I leave because I feel part of the problem. Because I'm always yeah. like, there's so many people outside and we're all supposed to be at home. So the reason why you're on the podcast is because you know passion. 
Yeah, uh, you run a collective together. Maybe we want to quickly talk about that before we just move on. Yeah, Passion and I are members of uh, Lecker Heavy, which is a creative collective that we made in Amsterdam uh, about a year and three months ago. Yeah, around Christmas time. Yeah, and so we just try to promote really cool arts and cultural things involving lived experience. So yeah. we always try to like, like this time last year we had uh, the first spicy ramen challenge in Amsterdam. So we had a bunch of our friends come. Uh, we worked with this uh, ramen shop and they made like custom super spicy ramen just for the challenge. Uh, we had a great energy there. And then afterwards we had some DJs play and it was just like a total vibe. And that's, I guess, basically what we try to do is we try to give a, give a nice vibe every once in a while, but also we're really interested in working with other people. So that's the coolest thing is if you can get a collaboration going and you have the dedication to like, hey, we're talking right now, but like, let's make this a thing, then that's what's super fun about it. And you guys will hire anyone. You hire my <laughs> yeah. flatmate, Tiff, as an intern. If you want yeah. help, yeah. we got you. And yeah. especially what's interesting about our current project is all our projects before exist, existed in the real world. And due to Corona, we've had to shut doors, not throw parties. So we've been delivering noodles around the city. Yeah. So I'm sorry for being late, boys. I'll promise I'll make it up. <laughs> well, what's it called different. again? Spicelation. Spicelation. So right now, yeah, it's so a spicelation. I quite like that. Yeah, yes. it's the finale of the spicelation. Yeah. Um, so before we move on, the theme of today's show is sports and all its capacities. Um, at the end of the show, we're going to be playing the quarantine games where we come up with our own coronavirus sport. Um, see if George can actually win one this this week. What, what, about, trying, what, what about the most dangerous game? But mine's not very dangerous. Well, mine's yeah. very wholesome. I did see the boys playing the knife game a few weeks back. <laughs> <laughs> stabby, stabby, yeah, shoulder, yeah. shoulder <laughs> is a classic. It's fun for the whole family. Yeah. Um, but Kerry, do you want to get, kick us off with... Uh, Esports. Yeah. You seem to know a lot about it. Yeah, well, I, I've read a lot about esports on the internet because I don't know anybody personally that knows anything about it. So I'm like many things in the world, you only see them on the internet and you have no one else to talk to them about except other people on the internet. Like people with three boobs. <laughs> you know anybody with three boobs. Exactly. I've only ever seen them on the internet. <laughs> exactly. These sort of things. Exactly. So I think for probably a lot of people, esports still is that. There is no esports on the street. There yeah. is no esports in the car. There's no know? like street Super Smash Bros. <laughs> no, exactly. But you the know, most dangerous form of Super Smash Bros. But if you saw a dude in a Super Smash Bros. outfit, would you be? Would you high five him? Or you no, you would think he was a furry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Very curious about that. Whereas if someone's decked out in sports gear, you know this guy's a sports fan, and maybe we can, uh, you know, high five or something. So that's like. I think a big difference, which I think is just going to get in the way of uh, the mainstream acceptance, is until you see people walking around as video game characters or dressed up as their favorite dude that plays that video game character yeah. uh, or girl, um, that you, it's going to just be stuck on the internet. Yeah, like when I go to the library, I bring a pair of football boots with me. I, I don't really play that much is football, that so but I just put them cool. on the desk next to me so people know I play football. Yeah. Right. So, like, till it gets to the point where I can bring, like, a Yoshi face mask and just put it down next to me and be like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I smash. See, <laughs> so George notoriously next, wears his Sitting box. next to a 12-year-old boy studying. <laughs> <laughs> we have something in common. George notoriously wears his rugby shorts everywhere so people know he's an athlete. 
Yeah. And he's been retired from the game for five years. Yeah, what, what, took, you out, what took you out of the game, George? Was it a knee injury? Uh, I was no, that was kind of Many knee injuries. Yeah? I, I lost heart, basically. Like, once you climb Everest, it's hard to, like, go on. I know. We played football the other day, and you guys saw, you know, I've definitely plateaued in my second <laughs> Passion, I was genuinely concerned. <laughs> I'm more interested in looking cute than actually catching the ball. You were not looking <laughs> cute. <laughs> what, is, what is the worst injury you've gotten from playing a sport, Passion? Um, I ran into That's a, a bin question. while I was <laughs> playing soccer and I broke my finger. <laughs> Which finger? <laughs> it was my ring finger on my right hand. Uh, gosh. Yeah, so I had to get surgery. You can see my scars there. Yeah. Did it traumatize finger. you at all? Um, Were you bragging about it? <laughs> well, thanks, to, be, seen thanks the to the guy. lovely people at the yeah. NHS, the people who've been clapping for Black Home, I was, taken well ca- I was well taken care of. And then a few yeah. days later, I was still skateboarding with my little... Oh, my what little, a relief. Exactly, you know. I'm not yeah. traumatized about that. I'm just not one for for competitive sports. I'm more into the solo sports. But yeah. isn't that such a whack injury to hurt your Kerry <laughs> can't move past this. Hurt your finger playing football. I mean, that's that's definitely right. something you did wrong. I that's did also used to score me. own goals as a goalkeeper. So I think in terms of football, I have a lot of trauma with a lot of people relying on me and me just letting them but down. But talking of about, like when I was young, I got injured opening a fridge. Because like, oh, my wow. parents didn't screw the fridge to the door, to the wall when we first moved in, and I was a fat, hungry child. Did the so fridge I, fall on you? Yes, yeah, so I was looking you, for food. You pulled it with such fervor. <laughs> I opened the fridge. It started falling. I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna be in trouble." Because it's not snack time. I was pushing it back up, and I slipped, and it just fell on my nose. Like, did you have pancake your, me? Did you have really? your mouth open as it came? I was unconscious. Just in case you <laughs> <laughs> I was unconscious. I woke up with my. Uh, my auntie pushing the fridge off me. <laughs> Whoa, what a trauma for your auntie, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, my poor auntie. <laughs> but you're talking about, um, just back to what you said about esports. I don't know if you've yeah. seen football clubs are actually signing yeah. FIFA players and they do like all these promotion shoots where they, they're sort of part of the squad in a weird way. Like they're wearing the shirts and everything. Yeah. And I just wonder what, if you had anything about that. Well, that's, I mean, that's because esports is the only game in town. Yeah, right. You know, like there's nothing else that you can do. And I think as a lot of people like to uh, talk about is that a lot of athletes play video games. Generally, a lot of people play video games, really. But athletes are already celebrities in a way. So it sort of makes them even more relatable that even if maybe you're never going to attain the physical prowess of an athlete, you can maybe still kick his ass in Call of Duty. Yeah if you're in a game with him or something like that. Just so get I think recognition that, from them. Yeah, and I think that also just, like, helps with, like, fan recognition in a yeah. way. Like, they're much more available, and they're going to be, you know, streaming and just all sorts of these sort of things that uh, falls into the esports category in general. Because esports doesn't really have anything to do with streaming, right? It's like football doesn't really have anything to do with television. But that's but, where it makes yeah. its money. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, Do you have a favorite streamer? Uh, no, I can't really say that I do. I mean, I think the most popular streamers are not the most, like, the best esports players. You know, I think people that are entertaining are entertaining. And I think the best esports players just have it down so technically and are probably so in the zone that watching them play a video game is just like... Uh, what, what was the thing you were saying about bots as well? And oh, sort of like the there's a dis, an illusion of the hype. Yeah, so because esports events are not necessarily... Like a vast majority of them are streamed through 
internet services and not through um, like TV, for instance, right? TV has a, a viewership counter built in. Um, and the internet tracking views, you have to, um, like it's really difficult to try to count unique page views on yeah. a site that's constantly refreshing, right? And so if you just need an account to view this place, like to view this stream, you can make fake accounts. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, you can maybe see 50,000 people are watching this, but if so many people's name is complete gi- gibberish, there, there can't be that many people that just make this really annoying, <laughs> like spam I, bot name. Yeah, I reckon the way for esports to make money is introduce the gambling element, because that's for sure. Because it's hard to monetize streams. Like you've got to get people gambling, but also that once I once crime gets like integrated into esports, I'm just gonna love that. Well, get, like, <laughs> people games. being like, I'm gonna come around and break your thumbs, buddy. You better. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I think the industry's already had a problem with match fixing or really? throwing a match just because, you know, someone talked to somebody and like if, uh, you know, like if you're playing a sport and you fake an injury. That's a bit more obvious, but if you just stop performing so well pushing buttons, yeah. you know, maybe people are not going to notice that you uh, were not living up to your full potential to ensure that your opponent wins so you make a lot more money. Yeah. I reckon... Well, George, so... And I got it's a, also just video games. It's probably a good time to disclaim that I did throw a few of our chess matches. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> we've been gambling in the house. Yeah, we've been, yeah. We've been into some vicious chess gambling. <laughs> yeah, we have. Um, but yeah... Tiff, Tiff whispered in my ear to throw, throw the two games we bet on. So. Sure. sure. It's, it's kind of like when you there go was, to a pool bar and you pretend you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I used to have a friend who did, we used to bet on this game in school called Football Heads. It was like, it's a, Explain it's the a, rules to Football Heads, Football please. Heads is like an British. internet game. You control the arrow keys and someone has the WASD keys. Mm-hmm. And you play it. And this one of my friends, Henry, who's a smart kid, decided... It was like, Henry, do you want to bet? And he was like, yeah, let's just play some warm-up games. And he lost all of them on purpose. <laughs> and then he bet me like five pounds, which was a lot of money back in the day. It still is, man. Yeah, inflation <laughs> now as well. That's probably like... Anyway, yeah, he just yeah. rinsed me. Like, I he I took like me that. to the cleaners. <laughs> and that's what you do to me, I think, sometimes. You don't show up in the games where it matters. No, where it doesn't matter. Then yeah. you just show up in the games where it matters. Yeah, that's true. I must say, Elliot is pretty good at chess. We played one game. I didn't let him bet against me. But he... But you held your own. I thought you had nothing. Was he better than he is at football? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank God. A lot better. He's not fooling anyone. I'm an athlete, you know. Passion also did tell us that he had trials for Fulham, was it? Or Uh, Rich Academy did you play? I refuse to play. When you are 12 years old, everyone gets that letter. No. Did you not all get that letter? You I was no, waiting for I that mean, letter. I lived in Bristol. So. Oh, yeah, you don't have any football teams over there. In London, really. where we have 12 clubs. No, I was yeah. desperately waiting for that letter, and it never <laughs> came. <laughs> I was like Harry Potter by the door. Well, I'll have you know that I scored an own goal when I was in that match, and it didn't go well. And I, I was am, a goalkeeper, yeah. so it does not surprise I'm me. only surprised just, that it was one own goal. It went, it went over my head, literally. It was the worst thing that I could have done. Well, um, talking about losing money, I've lost a lot of money, um, given the recent news in Amsterdam that they cancelled all festivals for the first September. Really? That was a gamble that didn't pay off. You <laughs> oh, went yeah. those cheap <laughs> That was a safe bet, and it hasn't paid off. So summer is cancelled. Yeah, it's big news. How do you feel about that? 
I'm Especially s- being a DJ yourself. Yeah, I am so and deep. a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. To clarify. That's a joke. He tried to sell hash, even though hash I tried was to legal. sell hash when hash was still legal in the city, <laughs> if anyone uh, hasn't listened to the second episode. I, I had a friend who smuggled weed into Amsterdam because they thought it would be more expensive here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm very traumatized about summer being cancelled. No deck mantle, no lenter cabinet. Lenter cabinets, now winter cabinet. I think a lot of people are going to be looking for places to dance. And I'm not going to lie, a few a few days ago, me and a friend, we walked into the woods with a speaker and a strobe light and we danced alone. So we already had our own mini two-man festival. But no, with all the festivals cancelled, I think we just got to start living virtual lives. There's this game, um, Half-Life 3 just came out. People waited like 18 years for this game. And now it's here. It's definitely changed the game in terms of living your life online. What is it? So Half-Life is was like the biggest like franchise. Like, Wait, well, do you say there's been three of them? So this is the third. This is the third one. It was the so surely franchise. it should be called Heart One One. Fuck off. <laughs> one. We're finished with you. If you, yeah, have, yeah, if you look deep ahead. in video game forums, people have been saying that this game's been coming out since 2002, and finally earlier this year got announced. Half Life Alex. It's one of the biggest games in the world, and it's the first game to get VR right. So I think a lot of people are going to start living virtual lives. I know Travis Scott is doing a. He already did it. Yeah, he's doing a Fortnite festival. No, he did a performance in within Fortnite. Uh, is that his song with Kid Cudi? Yeah, and uh, you could only watch it if you were inside Fortnite. So either you watched a YouTube video someone took while they were yeah. inside of it, or you watched a streamer that was playing it, or you logged into Fortnite and saw it. Uh. So it's completely native to that. Speaking of virtual reality, this weekend there's also a Minecraft festival. Okay. You gotta go. Tell me more. Game. Sounds very noncy. I, I wish I knew how to play video games, man. I don't. I have no idea how to play Minecraft. I don't even know what it's about. Have I told you about I my French exchange? Uh, when I was like, is that what you call it? A little segue from hell there. When I was fourteen, I did a French exchange, and the first thing he showed me was Paris. Re- who is that, who is? Oh, you had you were hosting a French exchange. Well, no, so hey, I went, as I went, a twenty-two-year-old, had a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went to Bordeaux, stayed at this guy's house. And the first thing he showed me was Paris that he'd recreated on Minecraft. Whoa. Wow. Um, which sort of set the tone for our relationship. Okay. Um, what was the next thing? <laughs> anything but that. Was it the first time you felt like the coolest guy in the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he made me feel uncool by the fact I had no idea what he was showing me. See, me and Kerry are truly showing our age here. Is Minecraft cool to be into? Uh... Maybe. I mean, I had a few friends that really liked it, but I wouldn't necessarily say they were cool. I think the people that are playing Minecraft in 2020 are people that are trying to be smart about stuff. Yeah. All their YouTubers just making millions. There's a lot of money in Minecraft. That's what it means. Yeah. Yeah. It's either you're doing it for a specific decision or you're learning engineering, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good for like hand eye coordination. Yeah, hand eye coordination. Well. well, also just like, I mean, it has the game. You're is not a, a recovering stroke victim. You need to learn to like walk. No, again. but the way they move is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's like their, true. No, their thought process is so quick that they can build things so quick. Trust me, I've seen a French man at work. <laughs> <laughs> French don't like to work, but this guy did. Don't frighten us, English pig dogs. Go and boil your bottom, sons of a silly person. Before we get into the competition side of it, oh. I guess, uh, I thought I'd just shout out my friend who 
I showed you his website earlier. Your I friend, feel, your yeah. friend. Oh, I feel dude. it's a good time. So my friend Archie Wilson, he set up this uh, page called the S Word, and it's like um, where you can Quick. post. Sorry, what's your first S word? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, I get uh, it. A great one. Surprise. <laughs> Squish. Scheiser. Okay, continue. Uh, but so it's sport related, and what you do, uh, anyone can write their own articles on sport. And it's quite a good way to keep people still interested in sport. During a time when there's no sport being played. But how can you write about sport if there's no current events? Are but they it's talking all about, about the history of sports? Well, just anything they feel. Per, uh, how do they feel about Liverpool not winning this season? I, I'm yet to write that article. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're going to have an asterisk next to our yeah. name when we win the title. Shout out to him. I think it's a great initiative. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Passion, do you want to kick us off with your sport? Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about quarantine games. Yeah. And for me, my favourite quarantine game is Thumb Gymnastics. AKA sliding in DMs. <laughs> you're well trained and in this. Yeah. I, th- I think now everyone's at home. Your thumbs are very active. You know, you're swiping up, down, left, right. And it's a good way to do a lot of cardio. You can uh, discover new people, new places. And also you can have a little digital date. I think a great to. sport would be betting on the outcome of people's Tinder dates. Oh my god! In quarantine, or betting on see if their relationship. No, no, no. Be- betting on e dates, so you actually get to spectate their date, and then you can bet whether she's going to message him after. And the odds go up and down. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's great. I think, I think that, that could be worth. That's yeah. the new. That's the new Love Island. You don't need people in an island. You need people behind webcams. Yeah, and you can choose. Is this guy hot enough? Has he got her already? Yeah, we yeah. thought we, we thought we came up with something so smart. It's like this is <laughs> what Love Island makes all their money on. <laughs> but honestly, if you are struggling at home and you don't have a lot of space and you want to do cardio, exercise your thumbs. You know, you mm. can swipe right, swipe left. If you've got Tinder, if you're into dudes, you can go on Grinder and tap that way. <laughs> yeah. You can do anything from the tip of your thumbs. And the way so- passion moves the moral grey area. He's a legend. <laughs> he's, he's one of the best moral grey area athletes of all time. He passes through that like a breeze. I'm just curious to what. So, if you're just exercising your thumbs, what are you actually using them for? You, you are sweating. You know, you're swiping right, swiping left. You know, you're you never swipe left. As a married man, Terry, you, you don't know the struggles. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Passion Net plays the numbers game every time. He's a statistician. Well, well, this is the thing. Sliding in DMs sounds a lot more physical than it actually is, but when you're sending these long-ass messages trying to explain who you are 15 times a day... <laughs> Look, surely you've just copy and got a message, copy and pasted. No, Passion makes it. each one special. Yeah. Also... Passion. I hear Passion celebrating like a football player who's just scored a goal when he gets an E-date. What, he takes I his top off I've come goes, downstairs yeah. and he's like going, yes, yes, yes. get it. Over my head. This is a celebratory male. This is, sure. this is very true. He's, that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kerry, what's your, what's your game? Have you got anything to better this? Yeah, I really think that the best thing to be practicing right now in quarantine is the old-fashioned game of Ambush. The game of Ambush is uh, a game, not a sport, to be clear. I think sports that include ambush are hide-and-seek, tag, manhunt, which is the game that we used to play as kids, which was mass mass hide-and-seek with, like, 20 people at a time. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, But because, A, you're quarantined the entire time, the most fun you can ever have in your entire life is jumping out and scaring that person. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you live with someone, this is the time to really hone this skill that I think is going to come in handy again in your life after <laughs> quarantine. If you're a serial killer. <laughs> also, if you're gonna, 
Talking, catching serial killers. Talking about betting on relationships. Now, I'm not betting on yours. <laughs> That's your favorite game. Well, your I poor spend, wife in quarantine. Well, yeah, I spend the entire time just hardening Kim's tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> So Nothing I, she's not shocked yeah, by anymore. Oh, sure. Sure, yeah, surely, surely she's like she's a corona nurse. Yeah. Has she got you back yet, though? No, this is something she doesn't think about. Or does she just refuse to participate? No, it's not that she doesn't refuse to Stoop participate. To that level. <laughs> yeah, basically that. <laughs> she is, uh, her mental processes are much higher than mine, where I'm thinking, <laughs> I walk into a room, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay, all right, I'll, come, I'll come back here <laughs> and she's thinking about you know what the kitchen is going to look like the actual practical <laughs> you're like can we get like a man sized drawer underneath the breakfast bowl <laughs> I don't know why just... so, um, George what about you uh, well I have I think well that's not the game is well, it you can't you can't increase your chances of winning exactly. by bringing two no come on I'm on this I'm like the Paralympian here I get special this fourth week he's still yeah. trying I was thinking it's a great time to bring back bear baiting you want a game where people don't well you got to play with just the animals by themselves so bear baiting for those who don't know is when you get dogs and you see how long it takes them to beat up a bear yeah. What? what? <laughs> is this an athletic sport? Where do they play this? Where, yeah, where, where did you, you find gonna, this sport? Where are you going to get a dog and where are you going to get a bear? And also, is this lingo for some perverse activities? <laughs> I, we're watching dogs tear up a bear. To some, it may be perverse. Perverse. In <laughs> to others, mo- maybe the greatest Seattle, sport yeah. ever known. Where, so where did you get this idea where from? Well, and how do you Interestingly enough, the man who built my school made his money owning brothels and bear baiting. That's how he made his money. So <laughs> okay. that's what I was thinking. And how long ago did he make your school? 1669, I want to say. So does that not give an indication as to how outdated that sport is? Or how the best sports stay around forever. Is this a contemporary sport? Are they still playing this like in Russia or somewhere You're where they still have bears? I, and you say, oh, I'm a racist bastard. Other animals. I don't know what um, there was an American footballer <laughs> called Michael Vick, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, of the, one of my heroes. Well, this is an alternative of the sport that you're talking about. Yeah, that no, is dog yeah, fighting. That's dog on dog. But if you introduce a bear into the equation, it just makes it more, more watchable. Surely, surely dogs are more feasible. Sorry, is there any better. sport which wouldn't be made better by putting a bear in? American football, put a bear on the field. Our chess game, <laughs> put a bear in. Name me a sport where you put a bear in and it doesn't make it better. I, well, I don't think many people want to see it. Surely surely, if, if people no, really we'll, loved it, it would have been done. Surely, It was, it was done. But, and it's now it, still That's done. why there's no more bears, because they all got put into sports. Uh, <laughs> that is that it. Yeah. Right, let's hear your second one. Let's see if yeah, you can yeah, do it. Let's give you a second shot. Yeah. Well, everyone's trying to look really good at the moment, including myself. Really? Washing yeah. my hands. You're in, you're in rugby shorts and a shirt. No, but we'll talk no, about no, like, Corona 2% sexier. You know, right, right. Talking, no, I'm talking about How my va- like values. I'm thinking about the value signaling Olympics. Like, everyone's trying to say, like, I do more, I behave better, my wife's got more asthma, so I can't go outside. <laughs> Almost closer you to heaven because of the things Exactly, but career. get a metric system in place so we can play who's the best person. Because you have certain friends back home who are out here delivering groceries to old people, so there would be like, you know, maybe a bronze medal, then the people who are giving away their hospital beds and maybe like a silver, mm. and the dude who gives away the ventilation, he's like a gold medal athlete. You can only do that once, though. <laughs> I think what you're... It's a Hail Mary pass. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about basically establishing the sport of the gates of heaven. Yeah, I mean, it's called <laughs> Catholicism, also known as Catholicism. Competitive Catholicism yeah, is basically what you're talking that's about. That's what I'm kind of going for. 
Competitive Catholicism in quarantine. Hey, I have to still shout out my boy Pope. <laughs> he is what? not categorized as one of your boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless he no. categorizes a lot of other people. As well. <laughs> no, the Pope. Right. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Anyway, your sport. Hey, yeah, I've had your two. Sport, Elliot? You need to tell us. I've something. gone for something a bit more wholesome. Um, it's the Rube Goldberg machine. Do you know what this is? No. Jesus. So, like, you start off with dominoes, and then obviously you knock them over, but then it builds into something larger where you get like something like a door to close and then something falls on top and oh, then it all leads up to this bigger like thing. Pokes the cat in the butt. And yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the cat brings your toes. <laughs> but do you know what? I think we've seen the biggest Rue Goldberg machine of all time. Where? That's Corona. <laughs> corona was a machine that started with one little guy it's a social and question. all these like cause and effects have led to this. Your life is just a Rue Goldberg machine if you think about it. Stop trying to make my no, very wholesome idea depressing. It's not depressing. You're just saying that's the, your life. The only one I've ever seen is the one in Casper the Friendly Ghost, the one that makes fried eggs for him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't cook. He's got no hands. Wallace and Gromit. But like, yeah, yeah. It brings, who, who brings people together, makes people more creative. Was the inventor British by any chance? No, he was American. He was a cartoonist. Oh, wow. He was actually called Rube Goldberg. What do you reckon? I think it's quite a good idea. I think it's a great well, of idea. course you do. That's why you well, said it. <laughs> I would hope you do. For me, your game lacks competition. Yeah, but it's I not about competition. What you want? That's you don't want to be definition of a game. You have to have a winner. <laughs> no, you don't want to yeah, be dividing that's the definition people of right a game. Well, no, you can. You can't have no, a no, game no, no, no. without competition. You can compete between houses, but you don't want to make it competitive within the house because you want to be able to everyone to unite. I think with the real sport that in that this sort of uh, uh, enables is the. Continuous one-shot video. Yeah, yeah, but length is not always better, as we all know around this table. <laughs> you need guts. <laughs> depth. You need depth of field. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think you bring up a good point, and I think that that is uh, you're making use of your resources. Yeah. Um, should we take a vote? I know. I know. Who's not winning today? Who's not going to win? Well, George, come on. The man entered the competition twice. (laughs) (laughs) He still stands. Okay, I stand by it. Fine, I take away my other one. The value signaling, that's boring. Bears. Okay. Okay, Passion, you start. I'm going to vote first. I'm going to go for my team play. I'm going to go for Kerry because I would love to run around the house scaring motherfuckers because I get scared all the time. But this is classic nonce behavior. Passion (laughs) likes scaring kids. No, no, I get scared all the time. Nonce corner be like wholesome animal corner. Kerry, what about you? (laughs) Can't vote for yourself. Yeah, I really think that the machine is the is uh, a really good use of resources, Get in. and it really um, it encompasses the creativity that we're looking for in the times of Corona. Yeah, see, um, George, I'm going to vote for. What was yours again, Passion? Mine was thumb sl- gymnastics. Thumb gymnastics. Oh, twiddling. Yeah, <laughs> no, Kerry, I'll give you. I'll give you. What about you, George? Who are you voting for? We could have a sudden death here uh, again. Well, that went so badly last time. I'm just going to vote for Kerry. Why? What's your reasoning? You can't just vote for the sake of voting. But no one was as good as my idea, so I am. Uh, no, well, come on. I, th- I think to celebrate Kerry winning, we should all have some of Kerry's beautiful infused DNA Yeah, oh yeah. So I'll uh, I'll explain this. Uh, I made this for the the Spicelation finale. Okay. Of this is Sichuan peppercorn infused yenever with a bit of uh, lemon and a bit of agave. Okay. 
It was beautiful. It reminds you of home, right, Carrie? Well, yeah. well if, Carrie, have you time. enjoyed your time on the show? Yeah, I thought it was uh, a good use of time. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I hope it was more than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope it wasn't just a filler. Yeah. No, no, no. It was a, it was a really good time. Nice yeah. chatting with you guys. And um, you might be lucky. We might have you on again. You yeah. Know, yeah. We enjoyed it. Uh, anyway, okay, anyway, here's to you. Cheers to Michael Vick. Yeah. Rep the set. Got a rep the set. Chase a chick. Never chase a bitch. Chase no bitch. Mask on. Fuck it. Mask on. Mask on. Mask on. Fuck it.